Welcome to the Tate Wheeler Podcast, a podcast about inspiration, perspective, and purpose. Let's do this. Thank you for tuning into the podcast again, everybody. Uh, We are officially three months in, and I'm so excited that uh, we've gotten to this point. I'm so thankful. I have tremendous gratitude for you all as listeners to have stuck with me through these first three months as I learn and grow uh, in this podcast world. And I thought this was a perfect time to do a best of from the guests that we've featured on the podcast so far. There's been some great insights, some great perspective. We always want to leave you with inspiration and purpose. And so this was an opportunity to to take some some clips from the previous episode's guest and uh, give you some inspiration in a time of uncertainty. In our world and in our nation right now, there's so much uncertainty. And of the guests we've had so far, I think we can get a great perspective shift right now that we all need. And so I'm going to kick it off with the Crystal episode. Crystal was Fight Like Your Life Depends On It. She was my first guest after my intro episode. And it was a promise. It was a mutual promise. She pushed me to start the podcast. I I talked about it i uh, been dragging my feet for a while, and she's like, no, you have to do it. And I said, all right, I will do it um, to kick off 2020 as long as you agree to be my first guest. So this podcast wouldn't exist uh, right now, maybe as quickly. Uh, I would say that confidently. It wouldn't have happened as quickly without Crystal's push. And she's a great friend. She's a true inspiration. She's a warrior. She's a fighter. She's battling leukemia. She's been through 26 rounds of chemotherapy, and at one point, uh, she was given three months or less to live, and she beat all the odds, and she went from complete struggle, and I'm not saying that she still doesn't have struggle. Uh, She does, but she's close to beating this after the odds were completely stacked against her. So I'm just going to give you a couple clips from the Crystal episode, and then I'll take you through... uh, in between each and let you know a little bit about the guests. If you haven't had a chance to look at all the full episodes, you can always go back and uh, and listen to the full episode. So here's a clip from my first guest on the podcast, Crystal Bauman. Enjoy. If you could share a message with those listening to live with more purpose, to shift their perspective to what really matters, what would you say to them? I'd say when it's time to look back on your life, do you want to look back on negativity, missed opportunities, regrets, excuses? No. So wake up and choose to make it a great day. Find joy in the little things. Find gratitude. When adversity hits, choose to fight. And the most important thing is find the people and the things that bring you the most joy and never let them go. Love it. Love it. Uh, uh, Attitude of gratitude. So share with people, we just talk about purpose. You know, you have had a year and a half. You, you know, like people say, oh, I've had a day. I've had, a, I've had one hell of a week or, oh, it's been a rough start to the year and they're two months in. You've had a year and a half, right, of, of grind. And just share, I mean, with all of these things, a couple key lessons you've learned and then share people with what you feel like your purpose is moving forward. Cause you still have so much to, to live for and so much you want to do. And I think that'd be inspiring for the listeners just to hear what are you like, what things do you really shift on and 
and second part of the question, what is your purpose? Um, I think, I mean, cancer has been the biggest battle of my life for sure. But growing up, childhood, I had a lot of battles and a lot of perseverance throughout those battles. And I've always been able to recognize that and been able to thrive off my ability to persevere through tough times. And I think cancer kind of really helped me recognize my purpose and really take ownership of it. And I think my purpose is to use those experiences to help others and help other people find that power within themselves to make a change and pull through tough times. I love it. Let's leave you with a a Rocky Balboa quote. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it is not how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But if you, ha- you, but you have to be willing to take the hit and not point fingers saying you are not where you are because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that is not you. Next up is Edward DeShazer. Ed and I uh, go quite a few years back, 18 plus years now. And Ed's an executive director of a school. He's an entrepreneur, businessman. And we did an episode called Success Versus Happiness, how to really focus on the things that matter the most in life, how to leave a legacy. But the part I'm going to cue you up to is at the end of the episode, we just told a story about his rock bottom. And we're talking in this clip about speed versus direction. And then we finish with just overall perspective in life. So take a listen and enjoy. Progress in life has, people think it has everything to do with speed, how fast you can go, how fast you can go, how fast you can go. And progress has everything to do with direction. And at that point, you were still doing a lot of great things in life, but it was at a speed and a, and a direction that wasn't to your full potential. And that reshifted your direction, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. It's it goes back to a quote that my wife and I would talk about, and it's it's less about the speed you're going, more about the direction that you're going. And at that moment, you know, and I, it's a people see the successes on Facebook and they see the great things you're doing, and they automatically just assume that you're such a great person, you know. And for me, that was the case, but you know, I clearly was making some poor decisions in my life. And I was moving it, you know, if you watch on Facebook, yeah, it looked like I was moving the right direction, but really I was moving the wrong direction and I was moving that way fast, you know? So I think once that happened, it helped me realign myself and, and focus on the way in the direction that I needed to go. It's better to go the right direction at one mile per hour than it is to go the wrong direction at 50. And I think that was very important for me to realize because I was moving fast. But I was on the path to destruction and I had to be humbled. And it, it took going through that experience to get me back where I needed to be. Absolutely. So this podcast is about shifting perspective to the things that really matter in life, finding purpose and meaning in each day. What would you say to those listening to close us out today about that? Um, you know, when it comes to perspective, I think always keeping a positive attitude, 
you know, wake up with a grateful mind. You know, it's the the meme where you see the guy driving a nice car and someone in a, le- a, a not so nice car next to him looking at it saying, you know, I wish I had that car. The next person over is on a bike looking at the person in the, in the average car like, man, I wish I had a car. There's a person on the bus stop looking at the person on the bike saying, I wish I had a bike. Yep. And then you have the person in the wheelchair looking out the window saying, I wish I could walk. You know, we have to keep everything that we're doing in perspective. Like Crystal, who was just on your podcast recently, you know, she is going through one of the toughest battles of her life. So for me, when I wake up and my back hurts, is that something I can should really complain about? Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people going through so much worse that you have to keep that in mind. Like there's people out here that are praying for the problems that I have. We say that all the time. What I take for granted is what someone else is praying for. You know, and and it's, it's, you have to not let your situations define you. Things are going to go wrong in life. You know, that, that's just part of life. The problem with today is that social media doesn't show for a lot of people when things are going wrong. They don't know the late hours that you spent driving back and forth to a gym. They don't know the winter breaks that I spent sitting at the school, you know, working and going through an audit to make sure that we didn't have any financial issues. People only see the success that they don't see the hard work. But you have to have faith in whatever situation that you're going through that when you get through it, you'll be able to look back in hindsight and say, you know what, I know why I went through that. My wife and I talk about it. We've, we've talked about what through our story. You know, we went each went through the fire to end up exactly where we were at that moment and had other decisions not been made, we would never have gotten married. And you and I talked about that the other day, you know, had you not made the decision to come to St. Cloud, my whole life would be different. Mm -hmm. You know, had I not made the decision to go to St. Cloud, your whole life would be different. Your kid's life would be different. Your wife's life would be different. So I think it's just knowing that whatever we're going through is for a reason. There's a purpose behind it and it's gonna be difficult and it's going to help you grow through that difficult um, stage of your life. But in the end, you're going to look back and you're going to know there was a reason that you went through it. Absolutely. With uh, something that Ed said made me think of a, my favorite Martin Luther King quote, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Next up is TJ Kreitzer. TJ is a former fighter pilot in the military. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu world champion. And we did an episode called How to Fight the Naysayer. He wrote a great piece called The Naysayer. And we discuss it and many other things. But I'm going to cue you up on failure. Him fighting through that inner voice of doubt and fear to become a world champion. Enjoy. I, what I love so much about that story is in that moment, you're able to stop worrying about failure and start thinking about what happens if I don't, what happens if I don't give my best? What happens if I don't try? And I, I think about that voice that you talked about in the naysayer and we all hear that voice. We all experience self-doubt. We all experience fear. We all, we all think, you know, think about failure and it's what we do to overcome that voice. And I know your background with the military makes it hard to overcome that voice. Yeah, and you know what? As a, uh, as a fighter pilot, failure is considered to be an abhorrent thing. And we train and try to get better, you know, we, we debrief each other, but 
the uh, the mistakes uh, the, the 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 risks are so high. You know, the cost is so high when you if you were to make a, a mistake. And I think that uh, because of that, we in the military tend to forget how to or never learn how to use failure as a tool as a tool to get better. And I think if I had done jujitsu before I was a fighter pilot, I would have been a better fighter pilot because with jujitsu you fail constantly every single class so after class you'll roll with guys that's a live sparring match maybe four or five times and you're repeatedly losing and you have to stand up and do it again and do it again and do it again and it's it makes you crazy and the first year you know you never win a match the first year you know and you but you keep coming back you find reasons to keep coming back and over time you get better and better but you start to learn to use failure as a tool and you start to realize that failure isn't necessarily that big of a deal. And I think with the military, we were so afraid to fail that we'd end up spending brain power, you know, worrying about the failing part and not worrying about actually executing. And you were so scared. There was this stress level, this higher stress level, because if I fail, this could happen or what this terrible, there'll be this catastrophic consequence. And that's not an effective way to execute. You have to learn how to let that go and use those little failures either as motivation or as a way to get better in what you're trying to execute with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so many of us look at failure as the opposite of success or achievement, and really it's all a part of it. Failure is a part of success. Like what you're just talking about is those, those failures you're learning and you're growing and you're creating small momentum. Each time that you fail, you can create momentum because you just get... You learn, you learn, you learn, you grow. Well, and you don't always feel good about it. And that's okay. I, mm -hmm. I think, you know, we, we get so focused on, am I happy? Am I happy in what I'm doing right now? And, mm -hmm. and in life, we're, we're not always going to be happy. And the goal in life is not to be happy. That's an unrealistic expectation that I will always be happy. Mm -hmm. You have to get through the hard times. You have to know that the, this, this might suck right now, but it's only for now. And there are going to be things that I can find from this to apply to the next time to hopefully make it get better. And I think that's that's the point. You know that that's the important part of using using these failures as uh, little little ways to um, improve and to find a way to get better for the next time, so you can achieve that that happy moment or that goal that you set mm -hmm. and accept that. Hey, negatives, you know, failures, those things are going to happen. It's part of the road. Next up is Ryan Van Way. Ryan is an entrepreneur. He owns a motorcycle company, and I met him in a church group. And Ryan, at the time I met him, was at his lowest point in his life. He was at his rock bottom. He was battling depression, and he didn't want to admit it. He was ready to take his own life. He was ready to commit suicide. And so this episode is called Fighting the Mental Health Darkness. And take a listen to Ryan in, uh, in the middle of the episode here, discussing how he was able to shift his mindset and get back to a good place. Enjoy. Yeah, that after my dad called that day, like I said, it was a kind of a slow thing. So we got back, my wife got back down to Minneapolis and um, kept pushing me and pushing me to go to doctors. And I would go see a doctor and, you know, doctors are great. There's the, the scientific medical side of things is tremendous. I think we all need that. But as depressed, my state of mind, I hated it. They were mm -hmm. worthless. They are not helping. They could try medication. I hated it. It wasn't working. Mm -hmm. um, and my wife was hounding me about this stuff. And 
my mother-in-law was hounding me about it and it was just it was getting overwhelming and it's made me more mad and, mm-hmm. and i was i had anger problems and so she's wanted to go to this church program and i said fine i'll go just to get her off my back you mm-hmm. know i didn't didn't believe in it i mean that it was going to help because at this point in time nothing ever helped and i grew up a pk so i grew up in the church pastor's um, kid yep pastor's kid i, I grew up a pk which is pastor's kid in the church so i mean i knew there's some foundation there mm-hmm. um and so it's easy for me to go to church not like i was going mm-hmm. in there think the building's gonna burn down <laughs> um but we went there and that was the start of how my life changed because it really started changing my perspective mm-hmm. worldly things versus godly things mm-hmm. um and it was like i said it, it was a battle every day we went what two hours a night one night a week mm-hmm. um and it, it was instrumental to my you know to my help and a lot of people out the church pastor greg and pastor kirk um meeting with them and stuff and that's where things started to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that going back to that brick by brick because in the intro I was talking about timing is everything and you took a step and if anyone that you know is listening and and maybe is in a dark place it's you have to take a step. You you have to take a step of faith and I'm not going to assume that everyone listening is is a Christian but things happen for a reason and i and i know that uh, seeing you the man you are now compared to where you were is is unbelievable and it it was brick by brick step by step you text me the other the other week and you bought your first pair of blue jeans like not only did i see you in a collared shirt now i'm seeing you in blue jeans and i knew i'm like oh this guy you are a new man like you are a new man yeah, I uh, like I said, I don't think I've worn jeans since the Jean Co days. <laughs> what was that like the mid nineties? <laughs> yeah, probably our middle school days. Yeah, I would yeah, say. wide bell bottoms. Woo! Yeah, but yeah, no, that was like I said, and I, I grew up in the church, but I I strayed so far away from faith and Christianity and God that it was it wasn't a part of my life. It wasn't something I'd ever thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting back in the church, like I said, and it wasn't like I went in there and I was just overnight Christian and born again. No, that was not the way it worked for me. Like it was a long, grueling process, and mm-hmm. a, a lot of um, time I spent reading the Bible a little bit, just because you know that helped me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think I told you the reference. Like I said, I was, you know, what better way to try to get some inspiration for, or figure things out, or going through some crisis like depression, than reading the Bible, which is God was a perfect person. He's the only perfect person ever Jesus, walked the planet yeah. Earth. Yep, Jesus was, and. So I was like, wow, I, maybe I'll read some of that because yeah. he had it figured out. Yeah, absolutely. So, and like I said, it just started changing my perspective on things of the worldly possessions and things I was worried about and depressed about were so you know meaningless. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, how could I value my life based off those things? About what other people think or yeah, about status fin- or yeah. what you drive or yeah, finances and what, what am I going to do for a career? I was worried about you know a, running a motorcycle business or even like Vanilla Cycles now. We're successful, but... I was worried about, you know, what it's going to be like in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, you got to maybe have to be cognizant of that type of stuff, but that was like, I was getting depressed over certain things. And mm-hmm. now thinking back, it's like, man, I don't even know if I've got 20 years on this earth, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I started just cutting it down, taking it day by day. Um, it was a grueling process, and mm-hmm. it was not all steps forward. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of steps back, and um, like I said, it was brick by brick. It was not, I didn't build this house overnight. I didn't, you know, change my life overnight. It's it's still constant work. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, think I'm even close to being um, completed or even healthy yet. Heck, we're all works in progress, man. Yeah. It's it's every single one of us. If if we think that we were we got it all figured out, I mean, life is going to humble us. I mean, what think about the coronavirus and the 
you know, the times right now, it's life will humble you and it's time to figure out what's really important. Next up is Derek Miller. Derek is a former bull rider, college wrestler. He's a, a regional sales manager and entrepreneur. He's a super hardworking guy. And towards the end of the episode, I asked him about his father passing a couple years ago. And I, I asked the question because it was a shift that I saw in him. And I thought that he would have great insight about how he was able to overcome that time. And he gave a great answer. And then at the end of the episode, I had him flip it on me and just tell a story about us. And I thought it would be a great way to conclude the episode today. Enjoy. You lost your father just a couple years ago, and that shifted you as a father. Like, I saw you change. Talk about, you know, that, that moment of bull riding that changed you. You know, that was a big time that, you know, that that was 2008. And then, yep. you know, your your growth in your faith in 2009 and getting more involved in the church over the last 10 years. And then, obviously, fatherhood and adding a, a fifth child to your mix. But then right now, like, I mean, just think about this, this shift the last couple of years when, when I saw, you know, I was there. But, you know, see, see you have to, to bury your father. That was a huge shift for you. Would you agree? Oh. That was the worst. That was, uh, you know, um, to lose your hero is, is probably, it's the worst day of your life. And with, so I guess the, the best way to describe it is now everything I do, I want to do to still make him proud mm -hmm. to still, still, still make my dad proud and, and <clears throat> being a better dad and, and being a better husband is something that he would be be very very proud of. Um, working working my family through tough situations like we're in right now, staying positive, not not beating everybody down, um, being upset about situations. You know, um, you know. Let's let's be real honest. Commissions are the money that I'm making now isn't as great as it as it, it normally is at this time of the year. But you know what? I can we can live on this and and. Just having a, a positive outlook and knowing, hey, we're gonna get through. We got through 2008. We got through some tough times in 2011. We, Megan and I have been through. She's the most. I mean, you and I are stubborn. There is no doubt, and we're stubborn to a fault. And she's, she's just, just she's right there. So, we're. I don't want to call her stubborn because I don't want her to listen to that. But <laughs> we're, we're all tough, and we're all fighters, and you know, having the ability to wake up in the morning and knowing that my dad's proud of what I'm doing with my family, it, it goes a long way. And I didn't think about that much until he passed away. Mm -hmm. The story I had, I, I contemplated on telling it because I, I hope I can get through it. But <clears throat> I don't think anybody really needs to know what it was like growing up for you and me, but it was just, it was very, very similar. Mm -hmm. We have a lot, but we had what we needed is maybe the best way to say it. And I've had some pretty good, some pretty deep conversations with you. And I just want your listeners to know that everything that you say, you've lived it and, and you've come up through it. And I couldn't be more proud of the guy you are now and the father you are now. Yeah, that last part gets me every time. I, I can say for certain that Derek's dad is super proud of him as well. And I had an interesting time putting this together because... Half of these episodes came before COVID-19, and then the second half are in the in the middle of it. And so uh, 
I tried to pick some relevant content and I hope you go back to listen to each of the episodes because there's so much good stuff in there. I couldn't do three to five minutes justice on just taking a little piece of each episode, but I hope you spend some time, go back, listen to each of the full episodes and and just learn and grow and know that this is a time for all of us to dig deep on our why and go through life with more purpose and a better perspective. That's what's going to get us through this better, stronger, and I don't want to go through this current time the same. I want to go through this time changed and change for the better, and I hope you do too. So thank you for tuning into the podcast, everybody. I appreciate you so much. It's been a great ride these last three months, and I know with 100% certainty that the best is yet to come. And I just would appreciate if you share the, the podcast with a friend. If you haven't subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. Download the episodes. That helps um, get more awareness to the podcast. And I will promise to keep trying to improve each and every week to provide great content for you all, our listeners. Take us on social. We'd love to share it and uh, connect with you. And there's one final small shift. Rather than the episodes dropping on Thursday mornings, they will now drop late Sunday nights and Monday mornings so that you can start off your week strong with this podcast to give you inspiration, perspective, and purpose as always. So I look forward to connecting with you again soon.